Welcome to Escape the Rat Race Radio. I'm your host, Christian Rodwell, and this is your ticket to Escape the 9 to 5. Taking that leap is kind of a bit nervous and a bit scary for some people. But if you don't, no one else is going to do it for you. And when you do, it's truly, truly liberating. Go out, realise your dream. If it's a sensible jump and you thought about it and you think it can work, well then, what the hell, go out and just try it. Because you'll never know otherwise. Welcome to another of our Escapees episodes of Escape the Rat Race Radio, a shorter, punchier insight into some of our members' stories since they took the leap of faith and sacked their boss. Now, every two weeks, I'll be bringing you interviews with leading authors, entrepreneurs, personal development coaches, and marketing experts to the show, as always. But in between, you'll now also get the opportunity to hear from people who may seem a little more within reach of where you are right now. Members of the Escape the Rat Race community who have been attending our events since we launched in 2015, working with myself and our mentors, but most importantly, working hard on themselves and picking a lane upon which to focus. Now, I will be breaking down their story today into three parts, where they were, where they are now, and where they want to get to. I'll be asking them if they can remember the date that they set as their Escape the Rat Race day. And if you don't already have a date written down somewhere for yourself, let me challenge for you now to do so. State your intention, write it down, and put it in a drawer somewhere. You might just surprise yourself when you find it again in a year or two's time. Okay, let's do this. Our next escapee coming up. So welcome, Darren, to Escape the Rat Race Radio. How are you today? Thanks for having me, Chris. I'm really well, thank you. Uh, it's really nice to catch up with you. It's been some time since we last spoke, and I'm sure we'll cover that in our conversation today. So before we get going, would you mind letting everybody know what business you're in, Darren, and what specifically that involves day-to-day? Yeah, Christian, um, I'm in a business called Botanical Boys. We essentially teach people the old art of terrarium and masterclass design, um, essentially tapping into corporations and individuals and well-being. So there's a big well-being factor um, on bringing that old tradition back. We all live in a big city. So my idea was to bring gardening on the inside. Uh, Most of us don't have outdoor space. So the old tradition, which starts way back in 1829, popular in the 60s and 70s, sort of disappeared for a while. And now it's become a new trend. um, And I've picked up on it initially as a hobby, uh, now turned into a mini business. I'm quite surprised on how well it's picked up. I've been invited to lots of events we can talk about later on in the interview. And um, specifically what I do during the day is we're we're speaking to clients, we're speaking to event organizers. Um, For instance, I was at the Ideal Home Show, which was fully sponsored, which was an amazing uh, feat. Only being in this business for one year, so it's given me a good highlight for the future. Um, And also um, we've got a retail arm as well where we sell um, specific hand bespoke uh, made terrariums which are more designer for interior decor so i go and speak to retailers on a regular basis um the admin things as well which um well, most of us don't like doing um but it has to be done stock check and looking for um suppliers of glass for instance which is a, a bit difficult in this country surprisingly um getting decent glass for the gardens i create um so that's been a bit of a journey um so- search- 
beyond these waters. Yeah. Really full on, day to day, hands on in your own business, which sounds really, really fantastic, Darren. So we're going to split today's conversation into three parts. And part one is where you were, part two, where you are now, and part three, where you want to get to. So can you tell our listeners, Darren, where you used to work and what you used to do before you started your own business? Yeah, certainly quite different. Um, I was an IT project manager for several years, um, working across the rail sector, National Health Service, and more recently, the um, charity sector for the last six years. Um, working in that role, typical nine till five, coming in, dealing with politics, dealing with um, difficult stakeholders, and the usual sort of um, project management stuff. I'm sure some of your listeners may have touched on that career choice. Very difficult job sometimes, <laughs> dealing with difficult people. But um, yeah. Uh, and essentially, that's that's my background. I finished that um, just recently. So okay. And can you describe, yeah. Darren, at what point you realised that you didn't want to work for somebody else any longer? And what were the first steps that you took to set about changing your situation? Well, it was around about November two thousand and sixteen, to be precise. Um, I rent a room out on Airbnb, and they approached us with a new experience program. And they asked us whether we wanted to get involved in their big project. So we were invited to their offices in London. And we came up with a botanical experience, which was a hobby at the time. And we didn't realize how far it would get uh, just being on a platform as Airbnb um, as to where I am now today. So some of the steps initially we took was to essentially design a tour package which was botanical related for people visiting London and also people living in London and that essentially took people around on a one and a half day botanical tour of London but we quickly we quickly realized um, as that got started off um, that that was too much to ask for people uh, one and a half days of um, being with this guy who's not essentially a tour operator you know who, who is this guy who's this botanical boys um, so what we did find that we narrowed the experiences down to a two-hour slot, which I now run workshops um, every week, um, about four workshops a week during the evenings, which is a lot more convenient, the two-hour workshops. So I took steps to design a specifically focused um, mas- terrarium masterclass um, spe- um, session. And because of that, we, we get lots of birthday surprises um, I have a live-work unit at home at the moment, so it's quite interesting to see people coming in and they're suddenly surprised. They're standing in your room in your workshop and they're like, oh, this is this is fantastic. You know, uh, this is my birthday surprise. What is it we're doing? There's all these glass vases around. Oh, we're doing a terrarium. That's it. <laughs> and for me, the experience of seeing people's eyes light up and having a wonderful um, couple of hours um, it, it is just tremendous for me. And that keeps the burning fire inside of me, keeping going. So wow. the steps, the steps, Steps of that, of course, was designing, focusing, what do people need? And the outcome to that, Christian, just to finish that point, we've been invited by several corporates, um, including Facebook. We had a fantastic time with Facebook and Pantone last year. And we were invited specifically to celebrate the Colour Green. And we ran all the workshops for their Colour Green event. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's all those little spin-offs which are happening as well, which is very exciting. Wow, that certainly is. Congratulations for that, Darren. And um, what were the critical decisions that you had to make or the parameters that you set for yourself to help you decide exactly when was the right time for you to quit your job and, and transition over? 
I think like any entrepreneur working in a nine to five job, um, first and foremost, it was how, how am I going to finance myself? Um, you know, I, I'm getting a steady paycheck. Uh, I've got a responsible role. Um, but with that responsible role comes the politics and comes the downside to a nine to five job. So I think the downside to the nine to five lifestyle uh, really sort of outweighed any risks. I had some savings put aside and I thought to myself, you know what? Um, I'm getting some interest. I've been starting picking away at this for the last year whilst I've been working my last job. Uh, my old boss knew what I was doing. He was, he was actually weirdly quite supportive of it. And um, and I, I essentially I knew because of the interest we were getting, it was time to make a leap. Um, and I took that leap with some savings. And I've now been off work without a proper paycheck uh, which is quite liberating in some respect, but also quite nerving in another. But I know there's stuff coming in which I can focus on. Uh, and I know I've got something there which I can um, grab with two hands oh, amazing. And, and make a go of it. So, yes, yeah. a little bit risky, but um, also quite exciting. Yeah. And that kind of rolls into part two when the first question is, so, you know, how long ago is it now since you quit the rat race? Yeah, perfectly. We I quit the rat race in February, the 9th of February um, this year. In fact, so very yeah. soon. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it's been a year, as I said earlier, to, in, in the making of that, um, and and we've just been invited to lots of events, and um, so I've got a big plan for this year. We're doing ideal home show. Um, we're doing uh, the house and garden show in the Olympia as well in June and a couple of other good things in between and lots of workshops of course in the evenings yeah and we were chatting just before we we kind of pressed record on the interview and I was saying Darren you know I've been running escape the rat race meetups for three years now and at the beginning people you know come along and then sometimes I don't see them and you know I used to get a bit upset I was like oh where have they gone you know and um and then I realized you know what people are just out there getting on with it people have come along they've got some inspiration they've learned a little bit and now they're just out there doing it and that is exactly the case with yourself and your partner Ben in that you came along to some meetups and, and you know it was really great to see you both and I think you know some property uh, meetups and, and and things like that and then then you disappeared a little bit and we, we lost touch and, and then when I heard from you again you had all of this amazing news that you'd been working on building up the business and it was so inspiring yeah, Christian, um, I think the stepping stone really, when we found the ETRR um, meetup group, um, that was kind of a big stepping stone for me in 2016, um, being a while, as you said, but um, certainly the information I got from the people and your, and your, and your guests um, and people who attended the session was so inspiring. And it was very easy for me to talk about idea. I didn't really have an idea or focus um, when I was at your sessions, um, but it really started to get me to think, you know, this, this thing, escaping the rat race, it's, it, it is a big deal for some people, but if you've got something you're really truly passionate about, and, and the good thing about your sessions were you were able to get people to feel confident about what they enjoyed in their lives and actually make something of it, whether it would be a skill or hobby or business idea. And that was really inspiring for me. So I never forgot about you, Christian, or your group. Uh, I did listen, took lots of notes, and oh. the, out, the outcome has obviously, um, you know, moved on from there. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that if I could play a tiny, tiny little part in your success, Darren, then I'm very happy <laughs> about that. So, Darren, tell us, what are three of your biggest realizations that you've had since transitioning from being an employee to becoming an entrepreneur? Um, I think I realized I didn't really want to 
work for someone else anymore. And one of the biggest realizations of that, I didn't have a boss or um, a management team or an IT team around me to help me with the decision making on solving problems, um, coming up with new ideas, research, etc. as you do as a PM. Um, so it was kind of the realization is when you go along the route of being an entrepreneur of any level, you're kind of on your own in a way. It can be a little bit of a lonely world, um, but because of my business, it's very it's, it's out there on Instagram. I've got a big following on Instagram. So I'm always connecting with people, and I think that truly, really helped me get over the fear about being on my own and making the decisions alone. And, of course, my partner, Ben, helps with some of the critical decisions as well, which is really useful. Um, and I think the secondly is feeling of ownership, um, having having all the decisions um, and the ideas uh, and the freedom to go out and try new things because you don't have anyone else in your ear telling you, well, you can't do this because policy says this and stakeholder A says this and you can't do that. Um, so that's actually quite a nice realization, a little bit sense of freedom. Um, and thirdly, um, with that sense of freedom is, you know, I can go and visit the family when I feel I have a break um, coming up. I can spend time more on the difficult things um, and spend more time on the things I really want to do um, other than following someone else's rules. Uh, I think that just helps, you know, relax the person's mind into focusing on what your true passion is. And for me, the, the passion really drives this business. Um, and that's exciting right? rather than just stuck on a nine till five because someone else is telling you what to do or, you know, mm. Yeah. So that's that's quite liberating. If I yeah. was to wrap that up, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I love that. I love that, Darren. And you're absolutely right. You know, if you're not passionate about your business, then when the tough times come, which they always will, then you know you're going to fall over and struggle, and uh, and then maybe even revert back to the easy nine to five lifestyle and just picking up that paycheck every month. So, Darren. Part three, where you want to get to. So did you set yourself any goals or targets when you decided to leave your job to start your own business? And have you reached them yet? Yeah, I set quite a few goals um, before I left. First and foremost, uh, I just wanted to first really find what that passion was and will it make sense to actually make that leap? Um, I realized, as I mentioned earlier, over a year, I was trialing um, different workshops out especially with other platforms like airbnb another platform called obby and it allowed me to test my market essentially and get real feedback so one of the first goals was to really get some good feedback from customers i think that's really important for anyone setting out on their own journey um, because without that feedback you're kind of um, in the wind slightly and taking a bit more risk. And I'm a slightly risk-averse person sometimes, um, which is not always a great trait for an entrepreneur. Um, but in particular, my decision-making for me personally, I needed to make sure customers, um, potential customers, were happy with what I was producing. So I've met that goal. Um, I've proven the feedback. I've almost got 6,000 followers on Instagram in just a few, you know, just a few short months. Um, we've been asked to do some sponsorship events at the Kensington Olympia Ideal Home, for instance, and the other companies I mentioned earlier, which has been fantastic. So I know I can do corporate. So the other goal was to try and get into the corporate model um, on the well-being factor. So teaching people in corporates the alternative team events by getting people around a table and being creative and actually greening up the spaces, um, which is something I'm very passionate about. 
uh, and I know that works. So I think I'm meeting that goal. I haven't quite met the goal of having big contracts yet, but I'm working quite quickly towards that. And I think the third goal for me is really making people feel really happy about what we're doing. You know, money comes second, I think, in business. Um, yes, business, we're in it to make money. But first and foremost, for me and my business, it's about people. It's about well-being. It's about feeling of satisfaction. It's putting your mobile phone down and getting back to nature and creating something special and unique and bespoke. And overall, Christian, to give you some figures, I've probably designed now within a year over 800 different terrarium design gardens. And every single one of them has been totally different with the clients. Um, and, that, and that's a wonderful thing to see and witness. And I suppose the final goal for me is, you know, making money, of course, and making that big decision to leave a nine to five job. Uh, it doesn't quite make the same salary at this stage. As I said, it's only been recent. In February, I've made that leap. But I know it's on the right track. I just need to focus, work hard, keep that passion in the belly. I never get bored of it, which is um, sometimes I got in the nine till five and the passion wasn't quite there. So I think finally is to keep that passion going. And eventually, uh, once there's more of a, a big, consistent um, business opportunities, which I'm aiming towards, then I will meet that final goal. And then I'll know for sure, you know, this is big business rather than small business. But, you know, let's, let's hope and um, dream and then work hard for that. Yeah, it's great. I can relate to absolutely everything that you're saying, Darren. And I think so many people listening to this who are in a similar situation of, you know, building a business and getting things going. Sometimes you have to take a step back in order to be able to take, you know, two steps forwards. And with regards to income, sure, you know, it may be that it's a year or two where you're not earning as much as you were in your job, but your job is always going to be capped at a certain amount. You might get a small percentage raise or a little bit of a bonus each year, but you understand when you start building a business, there really is no cap on the amount that you can earn. You know, you are in full control. And that leads me straight into my next question for you, Darren, which is, do you feel as if you have greater potential now to achieve your life goals now that you've got more control over your time yeah absolutely christian um both financially and well-being for me um you know as i said to you earlier i really have a great passion for this and it's certainly on trend at the moment so i know i've got in the market just at the right time uh, and my feedback for me the driver in this business is people and when i know people have had a fantastic time uh, and they start talking about us they they blog about us they write about us you know i've had a few articles as well which is exciting that just keeps me driving forward um so i know that you know i found something which is essentially was on the back of a piece of paper and now it's turned into a little business uh, i just need to make it a bigger business and that's the hardest thing to do um in any sort of route and there's going to be ups and downs um in trialing different ideas and i think you have to go along those waves and those patterns to to sort of get to a stable point I think a year in, I've learned a hell of a loss um, in in comparison to working in a company. Um, so for me, yeah, it, it's it, the path, if you like, it, it, it's not a straight path, which I kind of like because uh, I know there's some surprises going to be along the way and maybe they're good surprises. Um, but yeah, exciting in that sense. Yeah, yeah, it sure is interesting and can be a bit of a roller coaster at times, yeah. but I think we enjoy that ride. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, so finally, Darren, what's the one most important thing that you believe will help you over the next 12 months to continue on the path 
to success? I think keeping the passion is is the first and foremost. Um, without the passion, I don't believe I would have a business. Um, keeping people engaged, keeping the social networks um, going. Um, I'm on Instagram every day, and it's surprising how long you actually spend on liking other people's work to get some um, good, good feedback uh, and good followers. Uh, that that for me is really important. The social networks um, and speaking to companies as well um, about offering my experiences to their staff uh, on a well-being um, front um, so the, and, the, and as a retail side of the business also I've just introduced so you know three important things there first of all people um, retail and corporates special events uh, that's my mega, biggest goals for, for this year Christian yeah great Okay, Darren, so for anyone listening right now, maybe they're squashed up on that train on the way to work or stuck in a traffic jam and they want to do something different with their lives, but perhaps they're still letting fear hold them back. What would you like to say to them? Well, I would say you and you alone can make your life change or realize your dreams. The only people holding you back is yourself. There's people around we meet in the world who give us inspiration and ideas and feedback. But ultimately, in my life, I've listened to that feedback, but I've never taken it literally. And I've made my own decisions. Because taking that leap is is kind of a bit nervous and a bit scary for some people. But if you don't, no one else is going to do it for you. And when you do, it's truly, truly liberating to have the feedback from the people you used to work with. For example, my boss, um, previously my CIO, um, has commended the journey I've taken and he can't believe how quickly it's moved on within a year. And to, to have that feedback from being stuck in a nine till five to something you've started essentially from a scrap of paper and it's that passion that drives that change in your life, it's just wonderful. So for me, go out, realise your dream. If it's a sensible jump and you thought about it and you think it can work, well then, what the hell? Go out and just try it because you'll never know otherwise. Blimey, Darren, you're making the hairs on my arms stand up after that. <laughs> I, tr- I, tr- I truly believe that. I truly oh, mean that. No, I, oh, that's, that's, uh, it's wonderful to hear that. And I, I feel very, very privileged and, and proud to have, you know, to have met you on the way along that journey and, and to be friends and see, see you having such success. It really, really is inspiring. I hope that everyone listening feels exactly the same way. Darren, you have been a wonderful guest, a wonderful escapee on Escape the Rat Race Radio today. Thanks so much. Please make sure you and Ben do pop along one time in the next few months and say hello. Yeah, maybe we'll do a terrarium class for all your, for all your um, team one day. Um, we'll, definitely, we'll definitely pop in for coffee. Thanks, Christian, for having me on the show. Thanks a lot, Darren. Take care. Thanks. You too. Well, another inspiring story there from a member of the Escape the Rat Race community who made the decision to change, found the right people to support them in their learning and personal development, and then took action, which has now allowed them to sack their boss and live a life with more freedom doing something they love. Now, if you would like to follow in their footsteps, then why not take your first step by either joining the Escape the Rat Race private Facebook group over at www.etrr.online forward slash Facebook, or 
by registering for my next webinar, where I will show you how to start putting together your very own escape plan. Now, to register for that webinar, just visit www.etrr.online forward slash your escape plan. So I'll be back next week with another episode of Escape the Rat Race Radio. And until then, see ya.